नमस्ते जय शिवाय टुडे लेट्स टॉक अबाउट वन वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट आस्पेक्ट ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल जर्नी विच इज अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ अंडरस्टैंडिंग एंड एम्बॉडिंग शक्ति a lot of people think that shakti is something feminine and all the mudras asanas pranayamas all that they do is uh, means hardcore tapasya hard sadhana that they do kathor tapas that they do is very masculine in nature right and bhakti they think that is also something very uh, heart oriented or anahata oriented and that is also very feminine in nature so no no they don't want to go through bhakti part the phase of bhakti in their spiritual journey and uh, they think that shakti is primarily feminine in nature so now the important point here to understand is that shakti has no gender in it so get that out of your mind shakti is the principle of it's a level of consciousness using which <clears throat> this whole brahmanda this shrishti can be created humanity can be created it can be used for the dissolution of it <clears throat> it can be used for the sustaining it can be used to get attached to something it is used for attaining vairagya anything and everything the whole human existence is nothing but shakti in itself within shakti we do have two different principles that we identify one you can again say is the principle that is more that that is the masculine principle side of it one aspect of it another thing is which is much more creative kind of that is the feminine aspect of it but ultimately both are shaktis both are shaktis it's not only feminine is shakti and masculine is something else no it's not okay so just like in energy or in electricity you see that there is a positive charge and there is a negative charge right or you can say that's the female wire or that's it's the female uh, wire and that's the male wire of it in the electricity electrons are there and protons are there right so it's very much a human tendency to start seeing things by dividing them into masculine and feminine or the neutralization of it like neutrons are there or uh, earthing wire is there in the electricity right but uh, that's a very human way of looking looking at it from the cosmic principles the shaktis have no gender in them at all from the cosmic maintenance perspective there is no such thing as you know there's no gender identification but yes we attach some of the qualities we divide the qualities that the shakti has or the shakti possesses the qualities into two different classifications and that's because we are two different species male and female and then we divide them into another classification which is like divine beings human beings and divine beings so whatever we see whatever we study around we have the tendency to divide the shakti accordingly and most of the time in this world male and female two genders have become such a huge issue that everything we start seeing from that lens those lenses that this is feminine and that is masculine masculine is something that men do uh, feminine is something that is only for females we that this kind of conditioning of the mind 
has to completely go away from the minds of, from the chitta of the spiritual seekers. Okay? This has to go away. Why? It one, There will come a time when you will, you will stop growing. You will become stagnant. No matter how much your sadhana, you, the sadhana that you do, you won't grow. You, your consciousness will not expand after a given level. After a certain level, you will stop, ex ex your conscious, consciousness expansion will stop. Why? You have these limiting ideas about Shaktis. You have these limiting factors in your mind that says, uh, only just because there are males and females, two different types of species here, in among the human beings, the major species that we see, there are others uh, uh, of mixed uh, genders as well. But for a spiritual seeking purpose or any other person, these are the two main ones that you see around, right? So, that's a limiting factor. Very much of a limiting factor. And if you analyze this closely, if you analyze it little more, then you will understand that actually this idea, this very idea of tying everything or filtering everything through the lenses of male and female is actually your identification with your own physical body. It's your attachment, it's your raga with the body, physical body that you have. If you are a male, you start classifying things into male and female and what females must do or must not do, what males must do and must not do. Similarly, if somebody, some are female, then they will start trying to do the same thing as well. Right? Females do that a lot too. This is a man's job or this is not my job. This is what females do or don't do. And they try to impose such conditioning and such mental conditioning and ideas on other females. <laughs> Men do that more with the males as well as females both. So these are all the limiting factors and limiting ideas. So the sooner you get beyond above and beyond them better it will be for you because this is a very deep seeded sanskara in you very deep seed deeply hidden seed it is it does not come to surface that easily until you reach a lot of advanced stages of cervicalpa samadhi it's hard to realize within yourself that how much you are actually identified with your own with the gender of your own body. And Atma has no gender. Right? Atma can take a male body, female body, or you know, a um, lot of insects are male and female both on the single same body. So, a lot of plants are like that. And Atma can take any body. So, Atma has no gender identification in it at all. It's just that the body that we take has a gender identification. Or male or male and uh, female aspects in it. Now, in every single human body, the energy, the Shakti, there are both types of Shaktis, always, without fail. It's not that females only have feminine Shakti in them or that males usually have just the masculine Shakti in them. No. Don't see Shakti like that. Males... Let's talk about males first, male body first. Males have the ability to give birth to a child, right? They have sperms and that's the seed, that's a seed of creation. What kind of Shakti that is? It's a fem Shakti of creation, right? Males can give birth to, a, can provide the seed for a birth of a child. So it's a potency in them. It's a power of creation in them. And that power of creation, the Shakti of creation in itself is the feminine aspect, not the masculine aspect. Or just do not even identify it as masculine aspect or feminine aspect. Just see it as Shakti in you. Just start seeing these things as Shakti in you. Males do have those atmas, those who have male body in this lifetime, I'm talking about them. So male do have, males do have 
an ability to fall in love. Right? To fall in bhakti. Lot of bhakti they can, they can experience through their own atma and through their own chitta. They can be in lot of bhakti. What is that in them? It's shakti. It's pure shakti which gives you an experience of it, intense experience of bhakti. Intense experience of love. Intense experience of compassion. Karuna. This is all the Shakti playing inside a male body. Shakti principle. Their ability, male's ability to nurture a child. Right? Or nurture anybody around them. Whether they are related to them or not related to them. Just nurture any being around them. Is the Shakti principle within them. Male can be highly seductive, can experience extremes of lust. What is that in them? Shakti, a play of Shakti in them. Mind it, not every male has all that. So if you are somebody who has experienced the high intensity of all these emotions, high intensity of experience in life, high experience of knowledge in life, of wisdom in life. Whenever a male, through the male body, if you acquire some jnana, some wisdom, and you have realization of that wisdom, any wisdom, it could be any, any wisdom for which there are spiritual consequences, means there are spiritual results, evolutionary result of your Consciousness, that jnana is, is shakti in them. Now these shaktis can be classified as shakti related to jnana could be Saraswati, shakti of Saraswati within. Shakti of abundance could be shakti of Lakshmi within. Shakti to dispel your own avidya, agyan, your own ignorance is shakti of Kali within. And lot of males have that, already have that. Shakti to be able to sit and do tapas, tapasya. You know, stabilize your mind and your body is the shakti of Shiva within. Shambhu within. Understanding in the, during the samadhis, the understanding or during the dhyana states, deep dhyana states, the understanding or the knowledge that comes about the cosmos is the shakti of Jagadhatri or Mahabhuvneshwari within. So all these shaktis are working and there, shakti of bhakti is there in the male body. So you can see even though you have a male body, actually primarily you're all, you're all the shakti that you have to do anything even to just live life and have a pran shakti. The shakti that actually makes your heart beat and circulates the blood in your body. The pra, pa, five panch pranvayus that we have within. That shakti, that is also shakti. So now how will you see? Is just because you have some gender in you, your body has a specific gender, can you say it's truly a masculine principle? Masculine existence? What does it even mean by masculine existence? There is no such thing. Lot of people come to me with such questions about, you know, identifying very strongly with their masculine existence or their feminine existence. There is no such thing as masculine or feminine existence. There is just existence. Okay? So just see that in your body, even the ability, the power, the shakti to produce sperms or to have indulge into intercourse with a partner, that is all that is nothing but feminine aspect of shakti. 
तो डिस्पाइट हैविंग अ मेल बॉडी हाउ मच ऑफ द फेमिनिन एस्पेक्ट इज देयर हाउ मच ऑफ द फेमिनिन साइड ऑफ द शक्ति इज देयर इन यू ऑल योर फाइव सेंसेस योर पंच इंद्रियाज वर्क बिकॉज ऑफ द प्राण शक्ति दैट यू हैव योर ज्ञान इंद्रिय ऑल योर कर्म इंद्रिय वर्क बिकॉज ऑफ द प्राण शक्ति दैट यू हैव अगेन इट्स अ शक्ति प्रिंसिपल लाइफ गिविंग शक्ति प्रिंसिपल विच इज नथिंग बट अ फेमिन प्रिंसिपल प्रिंसिपल ऑफ क्रिएशन सस्टेनेंस एंड डेसोल्यूशन इज देयर यू हैव योर स्प्लीन राइट वे आर लॉट ऑफ एवरी फिफ्टीन डेज इट्स अ ग्रेव यार्ड ऑफ योर रेड ब्लड सेल्स सो ऑल योर रेड ब्लड सेल्स डाई एंड न्यू वंस आर प्रोड्यूस्ड so what is this death happening in bits and pieces to your entire body you shed hairs you cut your nails all your body cells go through uh, rejuvenation new cells are created all the time in your body your organs your complete organs are reconstructed every few months right what is this aspect of creation in you shakti of creation in you feminine principle again so when we talk about feminine principles feminine aspects it's all shakti so whether you have a male body or you have a female body you 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 are your existence is functional only and only because of feminine principle of the shakti now what is the masculine principle of the shakti if this is feminine what is masculine principle of the shakti masculine principle of the shakti consists of rajas guna and tamas guna in you feminine the creational aspect of the um, prakriti the creational the feminine aspect of the shakti consists of mainly of sattva guna it has rajas in it but it's guided by the sattva masculine aspect is tamas adhara you cannot even sit if you do not have tamas in you you cannot sit keep your body still if you have not if you do not have the required tamas in your body you cannot uh, walk on this planet if you do not have the required tamas in you if you you can you will not be able to sleep at night if you do not have the required tamas in you you cannot have dharana on any object one pointed concentration or anything if you do not have the required tamas in you and that is most of the time that is what is providing the adhara the holding base to the body to an atma all that serves as a purpose of holding base is nothing but the masculine aspect of the shakti never use shiva as the masculine aspect and shakti is the feminine aspect that's a very wrong division to make in your mind shiva is not the masculine aspect of shakti shiva is the source of shakti shakti has to come from somewhere has to be born out of somewhere right and that principle that source that we call brahma that we call parmatma that we call shiva who himself is has no perceivable quality humanly perceivable quality or the guna in it has no form in it has no shape or you know no quality that can be perceived by the humans not that it doesn't parmatma or brahma or shiva has no qualities in them they do it's just that they are not perceivable by the human existence that we are that is what the source of shakti is shakti is also the consciousness within atma shakti chitta shakti right we use these words atma shakti chitta shakti what are these so these are the masculine principles atma shakti chitta shakti and the adhara shakti of the physic for the physical body the five pranj panch pran vayus that we have and the what holds them that adhara that base that holding base is again masculine principle of the shakti so within this creation in all the plants and beings you can see that regardless of what body you have whatever kind of body you have always 
there is masculine and feminine both aspects are working in you and that's the reason your existence is able to survive without holding basis for atma for consciousness for prana shakti uh, for physical body if there are no holding basis shakti feminine principle of shakti in itself is highly dynamic and moving moving in nature highly dynamic it needs something to be tied to it needs a holding base where it can be contained for a particular purpose okay now <clears throat> another thing where does this leads to where does this understanding leads to so one thing that it leads to is that it helps you see there's there's truly no need to identify as a male or female in you give up all those all those mental conditioning that says you are a male and you are a female also feelings or emotions they are highly uh, you know dynamic in nature it's not a static principle of shakti it's the dynamic principle of the shakti kinetic principle of the shakti you can say so that is again a feminine aspect but that does not mean that if you hide your emotions or you deny them or you do not feel them that is going to make you much more uh, in line with your that is much more in line with your spiritual journey and that that is how you will progress and you see all those monks they are very cut and dry kind of people uh, they don't show much emotions they don't feel much emotions and they are not uh, in a way they are very cut and dry kind of people simple right and they are hardcore tapasvis and they just sit on himalaya top of himalayas and close their eyes and stay there for years and months no all that can take you and lead you and take you to a certain level of consciousness after that you have to be you have to give up that cut and dry instead be very wet and fry when it comes to emotions you need to open your anahata this is what the balance of anahata does this is what anahata chakra is about a lot of people have lot of fire to do tapasya to do sadhana to do spiritual practices but and they all want to attain moksha and they want to go uh, attain nirvikalpa samadhi but what kind of a brahm it will be which will be awakened in you who does not carry the feminine aspect or the feminine principle within there is no such thing it is not going to even happen until you surrender now this is not an english word surrender uh, the proper word that i want to say here is samarpan a level of consciousness that you achieve when you are in extreme extreme when your ego actually is almost gone all the smitas actually are not playing major role in you so you are just nothing but just the atma and the chetna so atma and the consciousness at that level that is the stage of surrender achieving that state and it's a very technical state a technical explanation but if i have to tell you in much more human terms then i can say that the person who has the ability to see the lust as it is without considering it as right or wrong to see that having intercourse with your partner having sex with your partner if you are in a married life and walking the spiritual journey is not a very much of a wrong thing to do except your entire human existence the way it is except the love that is there see learn to see if you are in a male body learn to see the feminine principle working inside your body and in your life through your mother through your sister through your wife through your lover through your daughter through your female friends just see how much of a feminine principle is there and around and give up that idea of identification even female bodies have all the masculine principles how are they able to hold anything and everything in this life how are how is their body holding up their body the adhara the holding base of their body is a masculine principle 
of Shakti. They also have a lot of masculine Shakti in them. They have the ability to, you know, rationalize and go to small, small things and have tamas in their body. So they are able to sleep, walk and focus on something as well as high, the high, what they have naturally uh, more in them is the feminine aspect of the. So having a female body because human existence requires more of feminine aspects and less of masculine aspect. Exactly same is the principle for walking the spiritual journey. Growth on the spiritual journey happens more if you pay more attention to the feminine aspects, feminine principles of Shakti and less on the holding basis or the masculine principles of Shakti. Masculine principles of the Shakti are for learning for those who have a female body. Females also have a lot of, you know, such notions about masculinity because in last so many years, females have seen so much of, uh, what do you call that, abuse in so many different forms, in so many different ways and uh, physically females are weaker, have a, phys a weak physical body. But when it comes to the Shakti principle, they have much more of a Shakti principle in them working in them, powerful principle working in them in comparison to the male. But still they have ideas, bad ideas about masculine principles of Shakti. And that is their way of identifying with their female body more, which is again wrong. You cannot see anything like that. Don't let that mental um, conditioning, mind's conditioning guide you or take decisions or you know, do the introspection and analysis of your own chitta through those lenses. It's a wrong. So there comes a time when men have, those who have male bodies in this lifetime, they have to surrender to the or have samarpan to the feminine aspect of Shakti. And those who have female bodies, they need to have surrender to the or samarpan to the masculine aspect of the Shakti. And the more you understand, sooner you understand this surrender and go into this surrender, go into this samarpan within yourself, not to somebody, not to some other male or some other female. This is not the samarpan kind of surrender that we are talking here. We are talking about the spiritual surrender which we call as samarpan. So that samarpan, state of samarpan has to be attained. Only then, you will truly become Ardhanarishwara. Ardhanarishwara applies to both. Not only that Shiva became half of Parvati or Shiva became half of Shakti. It's the Shakti also who reduced half of her and allowed the Shiva to be there. Right? So, femininity has to give way in the females existent to the masculinity and masculine male bo male bodies male people have to give place half leave and give half of the place to the feminine principles in life and it's a it's it's easier said than done it's difficult why because we have so many mental conditioning to see males or females and our grandmas and our mothers and our father and our grandfather and brother and sister and all kinds of mental conditioning happens and very quickly it happens at a very young age it starts happening and we have if we have been human we have had many human lifetimes so imagine the depth of that kind of a conditioning it's a very deep conditioning almost invisible to everybody so see how much you are conditioned that way and whether you are, when you, you are just an Atma, so your existence, existence of an Atma needs to hold Shakti principle and Shiva principle both and inside the Shakti principle you have to hold the masculine and feminine principles both. Only then you become Ardhanarishwara. And that is what helps you truly open your heart chakra. Truly open your anahata. How many times we say that uh, 
I have seen females who think just because they are nice to other females and to kids and to their family members, their anatta is open. But talk about men to them and they will start firing left and right. How? What kind of an opening of anatta is that? If anatta is open, it will be towards each and every being that is there. And that includes the toughest men that you have ever had to face in this lifetime or any lifetime. Same thing is with men. Their anatta is open for all the other men. All the other yogis and tapasvis, their anatta is open for their guru. Gurus, their anatta is open for their children. Their anatta is open for their mother maybe. Or some of their friends that they go with. And when it comes to females, their wife is suddenly excluded from that anatta opening. <laughs> or any crazy female that they might have encounter, encountered in this lifetime. They just put put that particular person on the sideline, and the whole definition of anahata goes into opening the anahata goes into goes down the drain actually. So just see, opening the anahata means balancing the because see what happens is shakti from muladhara, your your base chakra, when it goes up, then there is a water element swadishthana is of the water element and there are a lot of dynamic energies there dynamic energy of creation is there so love happens through that uh, pain happens through that emotional upheaval uh, happens through that we are able to see our ragas and our dveshas through the swadishthana chakra very easily and uh, then we learn to you know reproduce have children or we indulge into get into love affairs. So all that happens, dynamic moving energy is there. Is the energy of Anahata, sorry, energy of Swadishthana. And then we are we become very strong-willed about this or that. And it's the energy of fire, the Manipura chakra. And then comes, so these three are so ch kind of chakras where you will most of the time, you are able to see the uh, imbalance of masculine and feminine principle. But this masculine and feminine principle or the distinction between them or the partiality between them or the imbalance between them is magnanimously, humongously experienced and portrayed when by the time we come to the Anahata Chakra. All the ideas that, you know, men shouldn't love men, women shouldn't love women as if people are just bodies they're not atmas they're just bodies so what they do with body is what matters who they are as an atma does not matter at all and they are not atmas they are zombies they're bodies so those are all bad ideas those are all wrong patterns and ways of thinking in the world what they do with their body and, and or the whole thing about homosexuality, that's a different topic to discuss. We are not talking about it right now. But just see how much gender identification you do. And how much of your ideas and principles are based off of that. By the time you reach Anahata and you do not balance it, there is not going to be this Vishuddhi Chakra means it has a purity of a special kind. Vishisht Shuddhi Chakra. In Hindi, that's what in Sanskrit, that's what we call it. Vishisht kind of Shuddhi means very special kind of pure consciousness or Chaitana is what needs to exist in your Vishuddhi. And it is not going to happen until you are imbalanced from the Shakti principles point of view. It is not going to happen. Till the time you have ideas that men should do this, women should do, do this, men should behave like this, women should behave like this and men cannot love men or women cannot love women and you know, men has to live in certain way, women has to live in this way or that way, whatever ideas you have, you know. And that I am a, I am a male, I am a father, I am this, I am a mother, I am a female. And all men are bad and all females are bad. All, all those kind of ideas that you have. 
It's not going to help you on your spiritual, spiritual journey. The, if anatta is blocked, it takes lifetimes. Anatta, just the journey of anatta is the longest journey in your entire spiritual journey or a spiritual life cycle. Anatta is the most difficult one to learn the lessons. You may, on, on the surface, you may say, that it's okay for me, I don't believe in genders and the body, physical bodies, genders and this and that. But when your kids start doing something or start experiencing life in the ways that doesn't fit your mental paradigm, see your reaction, see you how you are going to handle it. And that's where you will know that if your concepts are just the concepts or you can live them actually. They are living truth for you. It's an embodied wisdom. The lessons that you have learned in life are embodied wisdom. Learn to see love as love. Stop attaching these ideas of uh, sexuality with love. Do not mix bi biology and love. Love is experienced through biology. Love can be experienced without biology too. Without involvement of any biology. Without involvement of any of your... Uh, physical nature, right? Love can be experienced without that. Bhakti, that's a totally different thing. Bhakti is experienced in the body. But there's no... Bhakti is only towards some Shakti or Paramatma or Brahma or some divine being. Bhakti can only be for them. Somebody who has an elevated state of consciousness than human consciousness is whom we, towards whom we can direct our bhakti. So bhakti is another thing. Another state which, ha, which does not have any physical involvement. May not or may, may have a physical involvement only to the extent that you know when you visualize through your subtle body. Your core, hardcore physical body may be just used to cry <laughs> when you are in bhakti. Your eyes can be used to just shed tears. So attend to all these things. Learn to see love. Learn to see beauty. Learn to see flowers, you know, buds, flower buds opening. Learn to see, see the feminine principle all around you in everything that happens within your body and that happens all around you. Your child's ability to draw, to joke, to laugh, to love you your wife or your husband's ability to love you. All that is Shakti in play. Feminine aspect of Shakti in play. The ability to give each other orgasm is nothing but Shakti in play. So see all these feminine principles. Now, Another thing to, to notice is that if when you look at any Devi, or sorry, any Devta's photo or a picture or the form basically, okay, this uh, Murti or the form, if you look at any Devta's photo like Krishna, Bhagwan Shri Krishna or if you look at uh, Vishnuji, Bhagwan Vishnu or if you look at even the um, Shiva or Shambhu, Shankar Bhagwan's pictures or forms or Murtis, or if you look at uh, Bhagwan Ram's photos and all that, you will see that how much feminine do they look. None of them have beard and moustaches and all facial hairs at all. They all look so feminine from the uh, face, from their face and from their body language. Because they have truly become Ardhanarishwara. They have that femininity within them. So much of femininity within them that if you change their cloth, it's hard to identify whether that murti is male or female. If you just change the clothes and the makeup and the mukut and you make them wear a little bit of female clothes, they'll start looking like females. Because it's the feminine principle of the shakti that is truly, it's the shakti of the moon, moon as well. 
and it's the feminine principle of Shakti within you that is going to balance both the masculine and feminine within. That is what is going to make you Ardhanarishwara. Perfectly balanced masculine and uh, feminine. It's the feminine who balances. But you have to start do, going into Samarpan to feminine Shakti. How can you go into... And even if you look at all the male... Uh, Samadhi gurus that have happened in this lifetime, if you look at them, you'll realize their body language after Samadhi changes. It becomes much more soft and, you know, feminine-like quality they will acquire. The way they move their hands, the way they talk, the way they smile, the way they might adjust their clothes on their body. It's a very much feminine nature that they acquire. Because feminine Shakti has feminine principle of the Shakti has become so prominent in them. And that is what they, has taken them towards uh, Samadhi, towards enlightenment, towards self-realization. That is what has taken them. Now it's the same thing. How do you reach there? So the one of, one of the first basic thing to start recognizing the feminine principle is, is start seeing it within you. All the functions, bodily functions that you have, your ability to create sperms or ability or if you are a female, then your ability to create ovums or your ability to go through the menstrual cycle or your ability to, as a man, to have a beard and mustaches. All that is Shakti. All that is, all that is being created in your body. All that is being sustained in your body. All that is being destroyed that is not required in your body is nothing but the feminine aspect of the Shakti. It's a Shakti in movement all the time. Your Pran Shakti, your ability to breathe, your ability to hold these Panch Pran Vayus, your ability to see, your ability to focus, all that is energy in motion. So that is the first thing from the physical point of view. That if you're in your Annamaya Kosh, you can realize how much of feminine Shakti is playing a role. Dynamism of the Shakti is playing a role. Feminine principle of the Shakti is playing a role. Right? Second thing is in your Pranmaya Kusha. Kundalini is Mother Shakti, Divine Shakti, very powerful one. It's feminine aspect of Shakti. Your ability to do pranayamas and move your prana in a certain way when you are doing Anulom Vilom or you are doing Bhastrika or any other pranayam. All that is Shakti, feminine Shakti, principle of Shakti within. Okay? And then in your Manomaya Kusha, your ability... To think is possible only when the Shakti moves, consciousness moves within you. Only then you are able to do that. That is feminine aspect of your, uh, your existence, your human existence. It's the feminine principle. Your ability to feel the emotions, feel the love of your child, feel the hatred, feel whatever, feel lust. So don't deny yourself of these feminine aspects in you. In your Vigyan Maya Kosha, the entire Vigyan Maya Kosha is nothing but Saras, Ma Saraswati's Shakti and the Shakti of entire Brahmanda. Whatever is there in universe. The entire Brahmanda has so many Shaktis and so much principles of Shaktis. Your entire Vigyan Maya Kosha, your existence is nothing but about all those cosmic Shaktis. It's the highest feminine principle that can be there. Now, that is where it stops. Anandamaya Kosha. You do not see it that way. Because there the only Shakti is the Shakti, is, is the Paramatma himself. But yes, our ability to feel joy, our ability to feel that Ananda, Parmananda, our ability to be, to stay in bliss, our ability to do certain things in the bliss, our ability to, you know, have alokic siddhis during the uh, Parmananda and when we are perceiving through our Anandamaya Kosha. All that is a feminine principle. But that is where it stops. It's the Shiva principle. It's the source principle that starts working when we are in a, when we start perceiving from the Anandamaya Kosha Kur. But that source principle is 100% activated only and only when a Jeevan Mukta or a person who is enlightened or self-realized or has samadhi, nirvikalp samadhi, when such a person, when a jivan mukta leaves their own body, physical body, 
that is when the source principle comes into picture 100%. Before that, it's now and then, now and then, because we have to hold the body as well. We'll get out of this. <laughs> we'll be forced, we'll be a forced exit from this body. And lot of samadhi, we call them avadhutas, those who are not able to retain, retain their physical body during nirvikalpa samadhi. They get so much detached, the energy, the shakti principle is so much detached from the Annamaya Kosha and Pranamaya Kosha that they actually leave their body during the Samadhi. <clears throat> and uh, to some it happens. And it's, it's, they may not have any anything left and it's the way it is for some people. But those who are able to retain their bodies due, after the Samadhi, such people when they leave their body, when they die, uh, in your normal sense when they die and leave their body, that is when the source principle of Shiva principle 100% takes in, takes charge. Because then it is the first time in human existence when even the subtle body is going to be discarded. Every time an Atma take, keeps on taking birth after birth after birth, only the physical body the Anatma is acquiring which is new to it. Otherwise, the subtle body was same since the time Atma uh, came into existence and wanted to play with everything here and there, right? Since then, she has only one body, one subtle body. But so many more gross bodies it has taken. But when a Jeevan Mukta leaves their body, that is the first time when even the subtle body is going to be disintegrated. And it starts happening way before, right after Samadhi, you can say. It starts happening. The subtle body starts disintegrating. Not that it has much impact on physical body or that soon of an impact on physical body, but slowly, by and by, physical body starts getting impacted and they just know when it's time to just leave it. And they get out of the body, they leave the body consciously and they do it willingly when they know about it. Okay, So look into deeper into these feminine and Shakti aspects and know that without Shakti, without surrendering to Shakti, you are not going to reach Shiva. It's hard, it's difficult. It's next to impossible. I wouldn't say impossible. It's next to impossible without using Shakti. If you really want to minimize the time for attaining moksha and being a Jeevan Mukta, if you want to minimize the time of your spiritual journey, then definitely take Shakti into account and definitely take all the advantages that Shakti offers. And that's the lifestyle or the um, darshana or the philosophy that tantras offer. Tantras are, some people just have bad ideas about tantra and all that. But when we take shakti into account, that's when it becomes a path of tantra. Path through tantra. That you are not in denial of anything that is around you. You do not deny any aspect of your own humanity. You embody your entire humanity first before you embody the divinity within. That's a very beautiful thing. Very beautiful thing. Most yogis of this yoga has to use this path. Again, I'll repeat the sentence. Most yogis of this yoga, the yogis of this yoga has to use the path of Shakti and Tantra. Don't deny any existence, any type of human life around you, any kind of human existence, your own existence. Don't come up with the ideas of identification with gender and this and that. And just everything is nothing but a pursuit to attain moksha. Even having sex with your partner is nothing but a way for you to have dharana and dhyana in those moments. It's a way for you to learn samarpan to the opposite partner, opposite principles of shakti. It's a very hard thing to do. Surrendering or having going into the state of samarpan or surrendering 
for a female those who have female body is not easier to any male that they have in their life whom they are having uh, sexual relationship with it's not going to come easy to them until this these ideas of masculinity and femininity are there same thing is with the male male will try to save them hold them somewhere within stop showing their emotions and feelings and how they are they are feeling during even before after and during the sexual relationship with a female they won't go into the samarpan or uh, you know surrender state until unless they hold these ideas about females and all the masculinity and femininity mind conditioning is there so it's not it's not easy to do it's a very tough thing to go into the state of samarpan so if you want to use uh, sexuality or if you want to use you know just to start seeing everything in your mother in your daughter in your uh, female friends in your sister in your female co-workers start seeing their femininity and you know don't don't make <laughs> don't make huge uh, thing a fuss about it because you know do not disrupt other people's life and do not create bad karma out of all this out of all this gyana remember that do not create bad karma neither physically nor through the speech and not through your chitta through your mind do not create bad karma from the gyana that i am giving you here today use it for your advantage to quickly propel yourself in your spiritual journey towards samadhi just quickly propel it shakti helps mother shakti mother is the it's the divine mother and who else will you go to if you not not your mom <laughs> if not your mother to ask something right and it it's delivered we get it we all get it so may you attain samadhi soon and you understand the principles of shakti properly namaste jai shivaya